Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of the Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Guys, gals, non-binary pals, welcome to the Are You Listening podcast, a music podcast born from two guys that like music, trying to get each other to listen to albums, and neither of them wanting to do that of their own volition. So we created this in order to make the other listen to these records. I'm your co-host, Brand. I'm here with my co-host, Scott. Scott. Hey. Hello. Everything good in your world today? Everything going well? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Doing pretty well. We're here to talk about what ended up being my record of the year, Scott. My record of the year, 2023. That Mexican OT's Lone Star Luchador. Yeah. I was cagey about it on our year year in review episode. 100% you were. Talking about it. And then when I gave it to you, I didn't want to say much either. I don't know where we're going. We could go both ways on this one. I almost sent you this record when I heard it initially because there was one mm-hmm. track in particular that I figured, well, even if he doesn't like all of this, he may like this track. So we'll oh. see what you think about that track and the record as a whole as we get there. Yeah, you have to let me know what track that is because I'm, I'm curious what you thought. I will when we get there. But yeah. for now, I got some notes, not many, because oh. not only is he's elusive. Well, he's also a newer artist. Like this is his right. first studio record. He's mm. he has records out, but none of them are considered records. They're all like mixtapes, I guess. Gotcha. So I got I got some stuff. I got some records. I got the charts. We'll go through that. We'll hit up hey. what you think about this record, and then we'll get the hell out of here. Sound good? <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> well, first off, that Mexican OT, Virgil Renee Gazka. I'm I'm oh. probably pronouncing that last name wrong. It's G A Z C A. I'm sure there is a Spanish pronunciation that I don't know how to spell. I'm sorry. Virgil Rene Gazka, known professionally as that Mexican OT, is a Mexican American rapper from Scott. I'm sure you know Bay City, Texas. No way. No. <laughs> no. You don't say. There's. I never would have guessed. He is best known for his single Johnny Dang. The song appears on his oh, major single. on his major label debut, Lone Star Luchador, which was released July 23rd. That Mexican OT's music takes influence from hip hop and Tijano music. Tijano music. I'm guessing that's the Spanish influence yeah. on the music. Yeah. Yeah. Virgil was born in Bay City, Texas. His mother, Sophia Ann, was killed in a drunk driving accident in 07. Oof. His father was incarcerated when he was a child. Oh man. Shelby Stewart of the Houston Chronicle stated that Gaza faced the hardships of life in the ghetto, faced betrayal from his own kin, and he's even had his own battle with drug abuse. What? No, you don't say. Now, all that saying, his age, which isn't defined anywhere, all I can find is about 24. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) He's about 24. About 24. With a mom that passed away. You said in 08 she died? 07. 07. 07. And he's about his, 24? Yeah. So he was young. Yeah. And his dad, and his dad was jail. incarcerated. Yeah. Fuck. That's rough. That'd probably drive me to drugs too. 
Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that Mexican OT was influenced by a number of musicians in his youth, ranging from rapper Big L to country singer George Strait. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. He told Shelby Stewart of the Houston Chronicle that he had wanted to be a rapper since he was four years old and would sing along to the rap videos he saw on 106 in Park. Oh, wow. Okay. I, he, he's young enough to where, yeah, that would be a thing when you're four, yeah. I guess. Like That's a specific when, time, though, because yeah. like 106 in Park, I mean, it's kind of like TRL. Like, it didn't exist forever. Yeah. And it existed and then stopped. Stopped. Yeah. That's, that's what I was saying, like, and when I was four, I never would have like you. You didn't see things to be like, oh, I want to be in a pop punk band or something. Like it didn't exist. Yeah, you know, like even in that, even in the the guitar driven realm of music that I was into at the time, like I can't imagine being four and being like, yeah, I want to fuck bitches and do drugs and rap. About when it. he, <laughs> I've watched a couple. I've watched a couple interviews where he said that some of his earliest memories are rapping for his uncle through prison bars. Whoa. Like he went to visit his uncle and he he's like, I would just, he, he's like, I would just rap what was on the radio. And my uncle would say, no, no, fuck that. I want to hear what you have to say. I don't want to hear this bullshit. What do you oh. have to say? Rap what you have to say. That's cool. I mean, it's not cool. That's, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. terrible. But wow, what a story. And then he said he told stories about how his dad went not in jail. He said his dad would like be having a party. And he would go and wake his 13-year-old son up to have him rap for everybody. Oh, so he would like wake him up. He would go and wake him up and he's like, start rapping. He's like, he's like, and there's bitches just leaning up against the walls, leaning against the stairs. He's like, and I'm 13, just rapping my ass off. Wow. He says he's been he said he was, and again, you know, Texas, the whole character he is, maybe it's not a character, but he says he's been like out out rapping and and battle rapping full grown adults since he was like 10. Wow. Wild. <laughs> Wild. He also thought that his music showed influence of his Texan and Mexican heritage through the lyrics of songs such as Hardest Essay Ever. It's not on this not on this album, but it's on a prior project. I know that one. Yeah. David Crone of All Music wrote that that Mexican OT style, that it contains bold lyricism and a relentless flow while melding trap and mariachi guitars. Oh, yeah. Billboard similarly stated that Lone Star Luchador contained Tejano music influences as well as hip hop. That Mexican OT told Billboard that the inspiration for the song Johnny Dang was the works of Slick Rick and that the album's title was inspired by Lucha Libre, the Mexican style of wrestling. Yeah. Additionally, he has a tattoo of a Luchador mask on his hand and he has Lone Star Luchador tattooed on his stomach. Okay. As a performer... He adopted the name That Mexican OT, which OT is short for Out of Texas, if you didn't oh, know. Oh, okay. That. I was wondering. That Mexican. Out of Texas. That Mexican out, out of Texas. Gotcha. After, gradu- after graduating high school, he began recording hip-hop songs independently for online releases. This led him to releasing a number of mixtape in the early 2020s, including South Texas Project in 2020, Southside Steppin' in 2021, 100 in 2021, and Nonsense and Mexican Shit in 2022. So, yeah, he's pretty new to the scene yeah i mean as as far as recording artists like even his mixtapes didn't start till 2020 correct correct yeah wild man he released his debut album lone star luchador on july 28th 2023 through good money global the album includes his breakthrough single johnny dang which references are you familiar with the jeweler johnny dang no Okay, so you're like very unfamiliar with most like Texas culture and hip hop and stuff because Johnny yeah, Dang is Paul Wall's grill guy. I would say I think the only person I know from like Texas hip hop culture is Paul Wall, and yeah. that well, is very that, limited. I don't think I've ever listened to any Paul Wall music or okay. maybe a single here or there. But and you like, heard I'm, the song with Nelly about grills, yeah, grills, <laughs> yeah, yes. that's all I know about Texas hip hop culture. Yeah, Johnny Dang is a jeweler who does a lot of the chains for rappers down there. He does the grills, yeah. Gotcha, okay. Upon release, the song went to number 65 on the Billboard Hot 100. Oh, wow. In addition, the song's music video was played over 20 million times on YouTube. Mm. And the song itself streamed over 36 million times on Spotify alone. Lone Star Luchador charted at number 59 on the Billboard 200 upon release. Oh, wow. 
Nadine Smith of Pitchfork described the album as, quote, a brightly colored spectacle, a freestyle brawl of rap styles and regional flavors. Collaborations on Lone Star Luchador include Ralph Barbosa Jr., Big X the Plug, Lefty Sm, Maxo Cream, and Big Yavo. So we will get okay. to that. Yeah. So let's talk about some records released, Scott. Oh, and this is going to feel weird because what is it? it was two episodes, year. two episodes ago, we probably covered a lot of these records. Yeah. 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 That's it's, it's weird covering something. So uh, recent. So recent. Yeah. Yeah. It's really strange. And but I we'll will say, say about records that came out. Yeah. But I will say, you know, what's not fun is delving mm-hmm. through the 1000 and 300 yeah, records that buddy. came out this month of that year of last yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing with nowadays. Like, yeah. so many records come out every week that, yeah. I mean, we talked about it in our, our year-end review where we looked at other people's lists of albums of the year, and we only listened to a, a handful of some of those lists that are yeah. 100 records long, 80 records long, and it's crazy. we've only listened to, like, five of them. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's crazy how many records actually come out nowadays. Well, some releases from July 2023. July. Let's see if I remember any of them. First one we got July 7th. Taylor mm-hmm. Swift. <laughs> Speak Now, Taylor's version. Uh, the, the, the Speak Now oh, re-record. Re-releases that she yep. got out of her record because, contract and redid or whatever. Because she doesn't, own, she doesn't own her masters. So so she's redoing these to own these masters or something like that. Re-recording every track, every single yeah. one. Pretty pretty crazy. crazy, pretty ballsy. Good, good Crazy, job. but good for her. That's, yeah. you know, stick it to him. Also on July 7th, I forgot this came out. This did not come mm. up on our episode. Conway the Machine put out Conway the Machine Presents Drumwork the album. This was kind of his label launch record where he was okay. just like a bunch of features by his guys, solo record, solo tracks from oh. the people he's supporting. Uh, Love the Genius is involved. I don't remember that coming out at all, man. I listened to it. I don't think it was great. I don't yeah. think it was awful. It was just like, okay. An introduction to the label, mostly. Yeah. A NOS, Magic 2, July 21st. Hey. That one's coming back. Yeah, crazy uh, crazy how I didn't like it in July, but in December, was all Came about through. it. <laughs> yeah. We have on also on July 21st, same day as Magic 2, Molly mm. Tuttle and the Golden Highway, City of Gold. Oh, that was one of yours. Yep. yep. A little bluegrass yeah. action, a little virtuoso yeah. action. That was not one that uh, overshadowed Magic 2 for me <laughs> that week. No. It sure wasn't. <laughs> also on July 21st, the band Cultist put out Slow Suicide. Hmm. Now, if you recall, Cultist was that like super heavy deathcore band that I didn't know were Christian until oh, I, yeah. I dove into their lyrics. I was like, oh, wow, this is there's a lot of really God going Christian. on here. Yeah. Really Christian. Not just a little bit. It's very, very Christian. Yeah, it's heavy as fuck, though. I like that record a lot <laughs> on July 28th, Scott. We have mm. the heralded, not on this on this podcast though, the oh, heralded no. record "Utopia" by Travis Scott. Oh no, that's not a not I, not on this show. I sure show. didn't care. I listened. I'm not a Travis Scott person. I listened. That's all I, I have to say. Will not. I don't need to. Any like, I can't even think of a feature that he's done that I didn't dislike not not even that like i was okay with i dislike everything i hear from him whenever i see his name on a feature list i'm like fuck i'm not gonna like that track i've definitely heard a few things and there's a few tracks that i get but as a whole he's never done it for me but it's not for me i guess you know wasn't didn't he do the feature on that fucking miley cyrus song wasn't that or was that future future travis got future ah both of them i'm just not they're not that guy for me Neither of them. Well, here's a guy that you'll enjoy. Okay. On July July 28th, Post Malone came out with Austin. Oh, yeah. Dude, I I ended up loving that record. It, it was a like, big month for you. When, when it dropped, I wasn't a huge fan, but that thing grew oh. on me like nothing else. It 
it's really, really good. I, I still think it's really good. Also on July 28th, I listened to this one, The Loveliest Time by Carly Rae Jepsen. Okay. I don't know it, anything about It's interesting. She has grown from a meme, if you will, into a like oh, okay. actual like artist and kind of a pop star in her own right. It's oh, it's interesting. Right. Her her trajectory's been really, really interesting to watch, but mm. it's a good record. Okay. Coming out on July twenty eighth, again, I believe we both listened to this, Scott. Oh. Seven Dust put out <laughs> Truth Killer. We did, and before we listened to it. We were debating doing a Seven Dust draft. We're like, oh man, there's that one record from Seven Dust that we both like. I bet their discography is pretty solid. We should do a draft. And then we both listened to this record and we're like, ooh, maybe we don't need to do that. I think we're we're good. good. Yeah. Nobody wants this one that just came out. I can tell you for sure. I don't remember it being horrible, but I know I didn't like it. It wasn't horrible, but we were both like, oh, that's that's where they went. Okay. Yes. Don't don't need that. Also on July 28th. Weird how many records came out on July 28th. A lot on the 28th, huh? Tech 9 put out Bliss. I think I listened to it and just was not excited about it. I think it was I too usually, long. I think it was. And Tech 9 has a habit of doing that. <laughs> because not only does he like to pack a whole lot into a single track, he likes to pack a lot into a record. And yeah. I think it was too long for me. I don't even think I listened to it because I think it was too long. I think I did. Uh, but I think halfway through, I was like, this is still going. <laughs> Dude, that's fair. You need to put a limit on those syllables. Oh, I missed this one on July 21st. Mm. I don't think either of us listened to this. Greta Van Fleet. Oh, put out no. star star catcher. I won't listen to it. They are. I think they're from Michigan okay. and they're supposed to be like, home state heroes. Yeah. I can't stand them. Like I love them when they were called Led Zeppelin. I think they did an Imagine Dragons for me. Like I think I liked that first <laughs> record. And then after that first record I was like, "Oh wait, I don't actually like this." I didn't even like that first record cuz I think they were too hyped up around the area. I think I got um, I think I got caught up in the hype. That's what happened to me. Oh, you went the other way with it. Yeah. You're like, yeah, Greta Van Fleet, second coming of Jimmy Page and Robert Plant. Fantastic. Yeah. And I heard I don't I don't need Led Zeppelin Jr. I'm good without yeah. it. Give me houses yeah, of the holy it. and I'm good. It's impressive though. It's impressive what they're doing. Even if he doesn't he needs to put a shoe on, on that stage. He doesn't wear shoes. <laughs> I I was unaware of that, but okay. What do you want first, Scott? You want the Hot 100? Where, folks? You want the Hot 100? Do you want the Billboard 200? Oh man, let's do the Hot 100 because I don't know what the people were listening to as far as singles go last year. Let's find out. Let's do it. Billboard Hot 100 week of July 28th, I believe. July 28th, 2023. Okay. At number five, we have "Calm Down" by Rima and Selena Gomez. I have no idea who Rima is. I don't either, and I've never heard that song. Okay. At number four, Fast Car by Luke Combs. Oh, Luke, yeah. He did the cover of the Tracy Chapman classic. That's a cover? That's a cover of of, of it? Yeah, it's almost no for no. I just thought he had his own song called Fast Car. I didn't think he was covering it. That's insane. Yeah, he did a cover of Tracy Chapman. and That's weird. Like, don't get me wrong, it's a white male country singer covering Tracy Chapman, but it's like, if I don't want to say if you didn't know better, you would mistake it for Tracy Chapman, but like there's nothing changed in it. Okay. Like the style is the exact same. The chords are the exact same. He tries to keep his vocal tone, the exact same as Tracy Chapman. I'd rather just listen to Tracy Chapman. Yeah. Yeah. I I knew it blew up. Clearly it did. Cause this is number four and it's coming down on the charts. Like it was already higher than four. Oh, wow. Okay. So at number three, we have Last Night by Morgan Wallen. Who? More Country. More is that okay? Country. I have no idea who Morgan Wallen is. At number two, Jason Aldean, Try That in a Small Town. Are we in a country resurgence in July? Yeah, it seems that way, doesn't it? Wow. is it, That's the one that Jason Aldean yeah. had the, uh, the controversy about, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, bad look. Bad look, bro. 
<laughs> Definitely bad luck. Yeah. And the number one track on the Billboard Hot 100. Man, I have no idea. Jung Cook featuring Lotto with the track seven. No idea. <laughs> no idea. I know Lotto's a rapper. I'm just I going know, to assume. That. I'm going to assume that Jung Cook is probably a K-pop star, maybe. Okay. That's okay. my guess based off nothing but the name. And the right. fact that it's a number one track because those dudes know how to sell records. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. Well, that's wild. What a crazy top five. Yeah. Um, I will tell you that at number 17, 21 Savage is at on the number 21, is on the number 17 track, Creepin'. It's Metro of Boom course. and The Weekend and 21 Savage. Of course, 21. The, the longest track on the charts is also a country song. It is Zach Bryan. Oh, I was going to say Zach Bryan. Band. <laughs> it is Something in the Orange. And it was on the charts for 65 weeks, so over a year. Wow. Okay. Uh, no idea who that is. And it's still sitting. Never heard that track. Still sitting at number eight, 18. Sitting at number 18 for 65 weeks. That's crazy. That's crazy. Zach, Bry- Zach Bryan's one of the biggest country stars currently, period. Is he? I have no idea yeah. who he is. Yeah, without a okay. doubt. Without a doubt. Well, good for him. So moving on to the Billboard 200 here, Scott. Yeah, let's do it. There's got to be something in here for us. Let's start at number 10, shall we? Oh, okay. I let's like do, it. Let's do top, let's do top let's 10. Let's do top 10. I'm a fan. Number 10. Number 10. Yeah. Folklore by Taylor Swift. Oh, man. Okay. I see where we're going no- with this already. Number 9. A yeah. Gift and a Curse by Gunna. Okay. I believe this was probably right after he got out of jail. Because you oh. remember he got got arrested with the YSL with Young Thug and everything. Yeah. and yeah. They said he ratted and everything, but. Number eight, the pink tape, Lil Uzi Vert. Oh, I'm not, yep. I'm not a little Uzi guy. I know, I know. I liked it. I thought uh, it was fine. Oh wait, no, he did. He did yeah, the cover I, of Chop Suey. No, he did the. Uh, he had a feature on the yeah. on the Nikki that I actually really liked. I thought he did really good on. So yeah. yeah, I might be turning around on him. I didn't listen to the pink tape though. I don't have plans to. You did listen to the Chop Suey cover and hated it. I did. I hated it. Yeah. Moving on to number seven. And this record was actually really good. Uh, kind of a miss on my part for not bringing it up on our year interview episode. SOS by SZA. Really oh, good yeah. record. I really liked that too. I can't believe I forgot yeah. about it. Yeah, I did really weird. enjoy that. Yeah. Oh, man. That, that actually could have changed my pop list. Okay. I totally forgot about it. Fuck, I feel like an ass now. Because right. that really I really did love that record. Yeah, I thought it was great. But I forgot about it too. Yep. Man, it was good. At number six, we have Lover by Taylor Swift. Of course. I, I have a feeling she's gonna show up at least one more time on this list. <laughs> at number five, yeah. we have Dan- Dangerous by Dangerous. Morgan Wallen. Oh, okay. The aforementioned. At number four, we have Midnights by hey, Taylor Swift. There she is. Yeah. Give me one more. At number three, we have Genesis by Peso Pluma. No, no idea. At number two, One Thing at a Time by Morgan Wallen. Two records on the top ten. Yeah. Did they both come out this the last year or they different? I don't have that. I don't have that information. Wow. I apologize. Okay. No, you're good. I, I was just curious. And at number one, Taylor it's Swift. not two, but it's four. Speak now, Taylor's version, Taylor Swift. Wow, man, that's Taylor nuts. Swift. Four records all over the top ten. Four records in the top two hundred, and you'll be happy to know there's more. Like all of her records are right. in the Billboard. All in the top, yeah, yeah, crazy, man, crazy. The she longest, huge. The longest record on these charts, and I tried to eliminate greatest hits and cl- and things like that. Yeah, I, I take those out too usually. Seven hundred and twenty-one weeks. Whoa, Metallica's self-titled. Oh, black album. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> seventy-two seasons. I don't remember if that came out in July or was coming out, but Metallica had a huge buzz about them going on yeah. last year. Yeah. 700 weeks holy 700 shit. weeks that's so long scott that's so Good long God, that's so long that's so <laughs> many years that's so many years that's a lot of years man a lot of years 
steady on the charts. So now that leaves us, Scott. I, I told you I didn't have much um yeah. much notes here. So we hit it. We got oh, where we right. needed to be. Yeah. So now it's time to dive in to that Mexican OT's Lone Star Luchador. Yeah. And did you have an idea going into this what you were getting? Did you know it all? I think I think you sent me a clip of a track early when you listened to it. Okay. And the only reason I kind of remembered that is his rapping style. Rolling the R's. He trills his tongue at the most weird times. Yep. And I kind of remembered that. But other than that, like I didn't didn't realize that until after I was listening. So getting into it, I couldn't guess. Okay. I had an idea that it was Hispanic because the luchador thing. But yeah, no, no idea. I mean, with you, I could have guessed that it was going to be hip hop. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's, <laughs> that's very fair. Well, let's get into it then, Scott. It yeah. opens with a skit. Yeah. And I, and when I gave you this record, I said, go ahead, listen to the skits. It it does give the album more of an album feel because it like has yeah. something, some connective tissue. It ties it all together. Right. But even I have deleted them off the playlist and just listened to the songs. Yeah, so you I, don't because they don't really tie into the songs at all. No, no, they it's just kind of it's just a structure on the record as a whole. Yes. Yeah. So commentator skip part one. Yeah, I just uh, quick little silly sketch about a wrestling match with ridiculous names. Pretty funny to start out with. Fair. That's kind of my notes for every commentator skit, <laughs> really. Okay. We don't, we don't even have to touch on them if you don't want to. That. That's fine. It doesn't matter. So let's move on to the first track then. Yeah. Skells. Holy shit, this dude can spit. Right. I'm having a hard time keeping up even with the lyrics in front of me. <laughs> the way he trills his tongue is wild. It wasn't me. My name is Shaggy. Was super funny. <laughs> Especially now that you've given me his age. Yeah. Like at least around 24 for him Mm -hmm. to know that Shaggy reference is, it kind of blows my mind. Cause I don't remember when that Shaggy song came out, but it had to be before he was born. Nineties. If he's 24. Yeah. Had to be late. Well, yeah. Late nineties, mid nineties, late nineties. Yeah. I would say if I'm guessing and I'll look it up right here. My guess, I'd put on it 90... 97 is my guess. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Wow, we're both wrong. Oh, are we? 2000. No way, really? That feels like that feels like a 90 song through and yeah, through. Well, Which is way, weird, though, because Thong Song feels like a 2000 song, and that came out in 99. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. But okay, even so, I mean, he could have he been one, two, three, whatever. Yeah crazy the this beat and bass goes hard let's link we can fuck the pain away is crazy this dude yeah. is wild he, he's 100 percent wild and you could tell why i love him because yeah. oh he, for sure he Listening fits right in it, there where like he's a character yeah he's it, he's definitely got a personality that you would latch onto in like yes. in my thoughts and then lyrical content like throughout the record, like I definitely see you getting down heavy with this and oh, big time, big time. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and, and it's not just like that. I love it. It's also that he is wrapping his ass off. Oh, like he's, man. yeah. It's wild it's, how it's crazy. He puts things together and then adds on top of that, his character, yeah. like his personality is crazy. And then does those little vocal inflections the trilling of the tongue all that extra stuff added on to the bars he's spitting is crazy yeah like i want to know how he thought up that trilling thing like don't get me wrong i know speaking spanish you roll mm-hmm. your r's a lot and that's part of it but he does it without r's like he does it with t's and k's and it's like how the yeah. fuck can you even wrap your mind around that in order to throw that in your lines yeah. and not fuck it up? Like he has to have done it so many times that he can do it just nonchalantly, just doesn't even think about it, which is just, yeah. it blows my mind. 
he also does this thing where he will almost exhaust a, a rhyme. Like he'll do a word and then he'll mm. rhyme 10 words with it before he moves yeah. on to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Like in this one, I'm just going to read the, the, the rhyming words. We got lock, rock, dreadlocks, dot, off, walk, ziplock, thought, glock. Yeah. He's wild. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah it's nuts. How we always used to say, I think Freddie Gibbs knows something about rapping that we don't. I think Mexican yeah. OT knows something about rapping that we don't also. Because it's crazy. I definitely think so. Yeah. It's absolutely it's crazy. Rapping, trying to wrap your mind around it. Like I said, even with the lyrics in front of me, I couldn't keep yeah. up with it, dude. Like I just couldn't. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to the next track then. We have the single, the big single, the one that yeah. made him huge. Johnny Dang. Featuring Paul Wall and Drody. I did not know it was a single. I'm a Dirty Bay baby from Dirty Bay with a Dirty K. The way he says that, like I dumbed that down as much as I could just so I could get it out of my mouth. The the way he spits it is crazy. It's all rolled. It's all rolled into one. Yeah, it's so nuts. I can now, this is one of the songs that I I know basically word for word. I can rap along with him in every one of these. I've learned how to do it. That was the hardest part of it all. The Dirty Baby. I'm a Dirty Baby from Dirty Baby with a 30K. It's the hardest part ever. Yeah. But this this song, man, this song's up there for song of the year for me. It feels feels special to me. I love this Mm -hmm. track. Yeah. And and I'm glad it's a single. It's huge. But I'm sorry. Continue what you were saying. (laughs) No, uh... It's wild because his bars are insane, but the feel of the track is just such a vibe. I don't right. even need to know what he's saying to enjoy it. The instrumental is amazing. I love the keys in the background on it. Mm. It's wild because when OT talks about eating the booty like salad, I don't mind at all. But the second Drody says, hit your bitch in the guts with this big old thing, I cringe. I, I cringe. Right pocket got money, left pocket cocaine is wild. And Paul Wall kills it on this track. Like, yeah. it's it's so crazy. To me, this felt like a Paul Wall, like, resurgence. Because, like, we mm-hmm. haven't seen Paul Wall in a while. At least I haven't. Yeah. And then it also feels like a like a cosign. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's what I was thinking, yeah. Like, yeah, this dude, this dude's it. Like, this dude's gone. Yeah, and Paul Wall and, knows uh, it. The amount of reaction videos, Scott, that I have watched to people watching Johnny Dang video. Oh, really? Yeah. And like, first of all, they're blown away by that Mexican OT. Like, they're they're just yeah. absolutely stunned. They never, they For don't sure. know what the fuck's going on. And then Jody, <laughs> yeah. you know, Jody, Jody does what he needs to do. By the way, I'm pretty sure Jody and that Mexican OT are boys because like oh, he's. Okay. He puts on heavy for Drody. Like I'll, I've seen him oh. wear Drody t-shirts and shit like that. So I think he's like, oh, you know, gotcha. trying to bring his, trying to bring his dude with him. Yeah. But Drody does what he needs to do in the song. You know, he, he, he raps, he raps fairly well, but then yeah. Paul wall, the, the people who are watching it, the younger people don't really get it, but I'll see like a, like a, a daughter watching with her dad and her yeah. dad would be like, wait, Paul wall's rapping in this. Holy shit. Like they, they <laughs> yeah. thought that it was, he was just going to be in the video. Yeah. And then he starts rapping and Paul Wall delivers too. Paul Wall is yeah. excellent, man. Yeah. And and, and this, this beat like I said, is crazy. I've never heard anything from Paul Wall except for maybe a single or two back, back, back in the day. But yeah. on this track, man, he, he's amazing. I got ice all over my body looking like a snowman. Big rocks in my grill. This is like a slow jam. My chain's so heavy. I'm walking like an old man. I fuck. I know his whole yeah. verse too. I know. <laughs> I love this track. This is probably my most played track of the year. If it's not my oh, track wow. of the year, it's absolutely my most played of the year. This is the one yeah. where, like, I'll be listening to the record, and if I'm, like, pulling in somewhere, like, mm. the windows are going down, and this track's going on. It goes up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. I, right. I love this track, though. I'm, I'm a huge, yeah, huge Johnny Dang fan. Moving on to track four, Op or Two, featuring Max O'Cream. I find it really difficult to get down with anything that mentions R. Kelly and what he did to certain women. But then I can't help but get really excited when I hear Choppa speaking like Biggie, so give me the loot. Oh, it's fucking great, isn't it? Dude. Oh, my God. It's anytime, crazy. Anytime I hear a Biggie reference or Biggie shouted out, I'm automatically partial to it, being yeah. the New York hip-hop scene fan that I was and am, I continue to be. But, man, the way he just 
Like, I initially thought, listening to this, he was a young guy. I didn't think he was that young. Okay. I didn't think 20s. I thought maybe 30s, right? Yeah. I thought yeah. mid-30s, closer to my age. But him being that young and showing the historical respect mm-hmm. for the genre and the art, man, that just like warms my heart. Like it's a big, big deal to me, especially a dude from Texas. Like I, I understand the Paul wall thing. The Paul wall feature is fantastic. I love that. But shouting out Biggie and throwing a line in there, dude, it's so fantastic. It just feels good. See, you got to take that also though, because he is doing that. He is talking about older things, but then like the very first ver the very first two lines is, um, every beat that I'm on, I'm going to eat like a fat ass. You got to be quicker than that. I'm that fast. That's yeah. essentially referencing that. You may not have even seen it. It's a TikTok where this wild looking dude like steals a bag of chips out of the car while he's talking to somebody. And he's like, you got to be quicker than that, buddy. Like it's oh, fucking I didn't know that. crazy. Exactly. Like he's using these like referencing Biggie and then referencing TikTok. TikTok. Like yeah, it's, it's insane. So yeah. It's insane. That's crazy. Max O'Cream went off. I don't think I've ever heard him before. He's impressive. Another Texas guy. Oh, okay. Peddling pounds, heroin, drink, serving with serving that PhD is wild. <laughs> pounds, heroin, and drink, PhD, yep. dude. Oh my god! It, the first time I realized what it actually what that line was, yeah. I went I went nuts. I was like, like I think I audibly went, oh, sitting on my couch during family reading time, making my Perfect. notes for this record. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, uh, it's it's crazy. Maxo Cream, I believe, had a record that was my record of the week last year, not 2023-2022. Oh, okay. So, like, the first year of the show, I guess I should say. Gotcha. But I, I'm a fan of Maxo Cream. I've been getting more into the Texas dudes, and as as you'll tell later in this record, another Texas guy, Big X, the plug pops up, and as we mm. know... I know you one were of his, a big fan. One of, yeah. what, his record, Amar, last year was one of my big oh, records. Yeah. Yep, yep. I might just kill an up or two. Man. <laughs> Everything about this record is, I just, I love it. So let's yeah. move on to, I think the first time in the record where we get that little switch where we're like, oh, he he's not just rapping his ass off. Yeah, yeah. We get Brianna. Where are you at with it, Scott? Uh, this guitar intro is fucking amazing. <laughs> yes. Man, when he's singing, I don't really mind the effects on it. Uh-huh. Uh, when he starts spitting on this track, I get T.I. kind of vibes. Okay. Uh, the instrumental on this track is so clean. I love it. Oh, Brianna. It's funny because his, his singing voice is it's not, not great. great. It's not great. <laughs> no, but, but it works. It fits and works, and I love it. Like, it's the exact opposite of the Nikki thing I went on about with Pink Friday, mm-hmm. where I was like, I didn't even know. Her voice was so amazing. Like her yeah. singing voice is just phenomenal. It blew me away. His is just so not. It's so like what you would expect an overweight rapper to try to sing like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when it's like when Biggie would sing. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Not that it happened much. Not, not that it happened no. much, but. It's, it's funny though. And it's, it's a great track. I'm very excited where we are. So far with this, I'm very excited. Oh, I, I didn't, I didn't know what I was expecting, but I'm, I'm glad this is where we are. Yeah. So then, next up, we're gonna skip the commentator skit part two. By the way, the commentator skits are essentially um, that Mexican OT, and I think it's Ralph Barbosa Jr. commentating a lucha libre match as if yeah. Mexican OT is also in the match. I guess I, I don't, know. I don't. Know. It's, it's, a, it's a little out there, but yeah, it, 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 it gives the record. Sorry. It gives the record glue that holds it all together. Yeah. Yeah. So let's move on to the next track then. Hit list featuring Big X the Plug and Big Yabo. Uh, when the instrumental drops out and OT raps, we gonna push up with yoppers and choppers. And yeah, we gonna pop them. We gonna let it rain, let it flood. Is so dope. Like I, I know I sound so terrible reading that <laughs> off. But it's because I can't do it like him. You sound like a white dude from Michigan. I do. I do. 
but it's so, so good. Uh, Big X the plug with a pretty nice verse. Big Yavo saying, really, reach for my neck, send your ass to the gulag is wild. How many rappers do you know rapping about the gulag? Yeah. Yeah. They're they're getting serious out there in Texas, man. They're getting different. (laughs) Concentration camp shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, nuts. Uh, The ad libs during his verse, though, get really distracting. Who, Big Yavos? Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. he's one of those. He's a big uh, big ad lib guy. It seems it like it's like the ad libs come in too strong, and okay. the the levels on the ad libs are the same as his rapping verses. Yeah, so it's it's not like a background thing. It like it confuses my head a bit. Okay, because it sounds like it should be part of the line, but it's not. It's just an ad lib that's supposed to go underneath it all. Yeah. The one line that Big Yavo says that just seems out of pocket and I it sticks out to me every time is I put boobs on the stick, give the chopper a new body. Sure. <laughs> sure. I put boobs on the stick. I guess yeah. that's what we went with. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, good stuff. Good Go stuff. For it. <laughs> uh, one of one of uh, OT's lines here. Uh, blow him back with the Big Mac, fold him like a pretzel, big booty bitch, bust it down like a bezel. I've been running around these streets. I've been playing around with the devil, creeping and crawling. I walk with the metal, fa-fa. Like, he does the, the gunshot sound after the yeah. metal. I don't understand how Mexican OT has it down so well. He knows exactly yeah. what he's doing. He knows exactly yeah. what he wants to sound like, and he can do it. It's crazy to me. Yeah, it's wild. Hunt around drum on mission. That part where he says hunt around drum, where he like accentuates it and it's like a little heavier. Yeah. Hunt around drum. God damn. Just that little thing. Like maybe that, it's the producer. Yeah, a bit maybe extra. the producer said to do it. But that Could little be. bit, it's like, the, it's just the, it's just seasoning, man. The seasoning yeah. that feels so oh, good. Yeah. So let's move on to the next track. Barrio yeah. featuring Lefty SM. Man, I wish I had taken Spanish in high school instead of French. Right. I understood I understood less than half of this track, but it still went so hard. It sounds cool as hell. Yeah, it sounds super good. It sounds yeah. super good. I just and don't I'll know sing what along to the sounds. <laughs> I don't know what words I'm saying, but I'll, I'll sing along to the sounds. Sound. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's wild. And again, his singing voice, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's doing it. And then there are some uh there's a couple English verses. There's a little bit, here, but. but yeah, I at that point, I'm just lost in the Spanish. Like, just like, oh, that sounds so cool. You could say that about the whole record. Lost <laughs> yeah, in the Spanish. Just lost, lost in the Spanish. Lost in the Spanish. Man. All right. Let's move on to 15 missed calls, which there were a couple times where he got a little sexual, where I was yeah. worried. Um, I think it was, it's either Brianna or Skells. I think it's Brianna where he talks about, I clean my face with panties. I thought that would make you yeah. feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, but... It, I, I think I get into it later on in in some of the notes. Uh, I think he just has so much charisma. Just, he his voice and yeah. the personality he has when it gets to sexy time, it doesn't. I it doesn't really affect me. Like it doesn't bother me at all. Okay. Good to hear. Yeah, wow. Good to hear. So, yeah, this is that Mexican OT sexy time track. He still manages to spit bars, and I don't really need to pay attention lyrically. Sploosh God's verse wasn't bad. I didn't really, it didn't really move the needle for me at all. I think I like OT's voice so much that none of the features really hit that hard for me. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I, I think when a feature gets put on, I'm like, are you done yet? Let's get back to OT. Yeah. 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 I don't need this. Yeah. There is a couple lines in here that I can't rap along with, but they make me laugh so hard. <laughs> like, she calls me blank because I get her back wet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are yeah. we serious? Mexican OT? Yeah. This is what we're doing? Yeah. This is what we're doing out here? Yeah. It's it's insane. It's it's absolutely yeah. crazy some of the stuff that he puts together that I'm like, okay, sure. She ride sure. like a rover, bend it over, eat dick till she throw up. What? <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? My bitch is yeah. bad and older. Don't drink soda. I love that pussy odor. That's yeah, that's I love it. I played this in the car. With Tara yeah. and her mother when oh, we were no. at, when we were, oh yeah, oh yeah, 100%. I was singing along, it was great, it was good times. It's good times. It was good times. Oh. And then we'll skip commentator skit part three. Sure. 
Moving on to, oh my God. Yeah. What do you got, Scott? Uh, I thought I accidentally downloaded the wrong version of this song when it first started, but I'm assuming mm-hmm. this chopped and screwed track is how it's supposed to be. Uh, you told me yeah. not to download the chopped and screwed version of the record. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, when I got to this, I was like, ooh, this is different. But it's crazy how his bars come off even slowed down. Yeah. Like it sounds like a normal rapper's tempo. A great normal rapper's tempo. Yeah. 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 So, you know, when he spit it, he was going even faster. And the, and the chopped and screwed is super like Houston, like Texas stuff. Like that's just their thing. And I think it does help the record because it does give you that change of pace. It does give you a yeah. little different. It's not just him just killing it, killing it, killing it, killing it. It does give you that little turn of the record. Yeah. Although, but can, we talk about, can we talk about this lyric, though? I had to congratulate her parents because they made him a baddie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is an insane wow. line. Yeah. And then he continues, and shout out to her dad, but she know that I'm daddy. <laughs> That's a crazy insane take but it's hilarious like that's the other thing i think i you can tell like yeah he's talking all this hard shit the g shit here and there but he's also hilarious like he's also very funny which i love yeah for sure we got a whole lot of reefer okay um i do i do love this record i do love this record Uh, is that all you got for oh my god omg yep moving on to groovin remix this feels like some 90s early era gangster rap and mm-hmm. boy am I here for it. The bass on the instrumental is crazy. I wanted more of this track. Okay. Like I wanted it to go on for another like 3 minutes. It was super dope. I loved it. And he does say some crazy shit in here like hog hunting at 3 a.m., which is shit they do down in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Like they just go out and shoot giant shoot wild pig. hogs in the middle of the night. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking insane. Yeah. And again, it's, it's OT just delivering again. Like it's just, yeah. it's still insane to me. Every time I listen to this, it, it blows my mind. Moving on to be careful, Texas. Jesus. How does he come up with some of these bars and make them so nonchalantly hard? Root beer with some good old drink looking like it's PB and J. Slide down his block, big body rock, bulletproof riding around in that tank. Yes. Just wild, man. Also, the, the beginning of that verse is just as great. Like, I'm from Be Careful, Texas, bitch. I'm a Bay City legend. I push up with something real heavy, squash his head like a veggie. Like, what are we yeah. doing? It's so good. It's so good. It's also pretty crazy the way he mixes the gangster shit with his kind of personal vulnerable shit. And yeah. has that like trill going on all the time. He's just crazy good. And I, I will, when we're done here, I'll send you, or you can even go on YouTube and watch up, watch that like um, hardest essay ever video. Mm. And you'll see, well, did you, do you know what he looks like? Like, did you look it up? I have no idea. No, I didn't look it up. But you, but you know, he's overweight because he's talked about being a fat he ass and all it. that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. talks about it. Yeah. Well, he is big and he has a full grill normally. Oh, but okay. The way he looks now, it's like it looks like super cleaned up, like super. If if you watched a hardest essay ever video, mm-hmm. it is a dude that you would cross the county to avoid. Like he looks <laughs> like I think he might be the hardest essay ever. Like I right. might <laughs> never want to fuck with Mexican OT. But when I hear this, I'm like, I think me and Mexican OT could really get along. Like we could really we could fuck be friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Next up is a skit it's not a commentator skit it's conscience no. you got anything on this okay i i think this one's more funny than the commentator stuff he says fuck that that's broke people shit <laughs> like, talking about not doing drugs and stuff i think that's that was funny it made me laugh yeah you gotta be human and humble fuck that that's broke people that's broke people, okay. shit. That's broke people shit yeah and now this is the actual song that i almost sent you initially because okay. I know you like New York hip hop a lot. Yeah. And it is pretty wild how he can deliver on a completely different beat. Like this is a yeah. complete vibe switch. It's it's a straight New York beat that he's destroys mm-hmm. in this thing. So what do you got, Scott? I have what a wild trip this track is 
we go from a verse about how he's trying to live without his mom that switches to a verse about killing dudes on their grandma's front porch to a chorus that's a love song to drugs. This shit is wild. He also throws random harmonies in these in there every once in a while. It's crazy. Mm. And his instrumental is nuts. Like I could, this could be an, an alchemist beat from when he was with fucking mob deep. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Super. It's straight New York shit. It's yeah. When I listened to whole record and I heard this one, that's, I was like, you know, Scott might not like the other stuff, but I think he would at least respect the rapping on this because it has that sound. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, if I wasn't doing this for the show, I would have sent you this and been, and I'd have been like, yeah, check out the rest of the album if you want. And I would have been pretty sure you probably would have based off this track. Right. Yeah, I would have. I didn't I didn't know if you were going to like all of it, but I'm glad you've liked everything so far, at least. Yeah. Um, Spanky Tommy Lee skit. Just another skit. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think it's really weird how it's so quick after the last skit, though. Um, I I think you might need it with Cowboy in New York because it's such a different musical vibe. Yeah. Moving on to Cowboy Killer. Uh, Not over the moon about this one. Sounding a bit like ODB. Okay. Uh, Just not as intentionally wacky. Yeah, this is one that I was absolutely singing along in the car with Tara and her mom. Um, (laughs) I've been thinking about all the puss I had lately. It's fucking insane. It's insane. He's an insane man. Man, I love him. And like he he name drops Drody in here, like told Drody I need 30 P's for the winner. So... Add, add that part into Drody saying I'm about to take a trip down south. I'm starting to think Drody may have a different career that we're, we don't know about. <laughs> right, right. I'm or that Drody, we do now know about. Yeah, or he did yeah. before this, if you know what I mean. Right. Like, I think no, Drody yeah. might be doing some extracurriculars. Quite possibly. And then we have the final track, Matagorda featuring Hog Booma. Yeah, really glad we got one more proper track on this record. Hog Booma wasn't my favorite. I wish OT would have gone in one more time for a second verse, but glad Cowboy Killer wasn't the the closer. You know, one thing that I really enjoy about this, in addition to everything, um, (laughs) anytime Mexican OT has somebody feature on his tracks, he usually name drops them in his verse, which means a lot to me for some reason. Yeah. I get that. Like in this one, in this one, he says like B A Y C I T Y. Fuck with the hog, get boomed and died. Like he's not saying hog boomer, but it's right there. When yeah. B, when Big X the plugs on the track, he says um, put an X on his head like he's the plug, and it's like the, yeah. you know Big X the plug. That's my motherfucking thug. Like I I love that. It feels like that old school. They're in the studio together, and they seem like yeah. Texas guys, so they might be yeah. in the studio together. But be. let's be honest, probably not. Yeah, it doesn't really happen like that so much anymore. No, this album ends with get his ass baptized. I put that on the guys. So whatever you need to do with that, whatever you need to do with that. But Matagorda is the final track, Scott. So what is your top three? Uh, My number three, Cowboy in New York. Love that track. Super good. Absolutely. Number two, Briannon. Wow. Okay. Briannon. That see the one like Briannon and Barrio when he's singing, singing, those are the ones that took me the longest to, to get into. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, like those were the ones where I was like, oh, I, I like the rapping, but then it took me a while to get into the singing. But I, I love uh, it. Yeah, I, I loved it. Uh, and then number one, be careful, Texas. Okay, all right. Yeah, good shit. I am like you with this record. I do not have a top three. Yeah. I can't. Some I records can't are like that. Yeah. I, 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 I'll put Johnny Dang at number one just because it's my most played song of the year. But I can't do right. anything else anywhere else. I love this album retroactively this album might be a 10 for me that's how much i fucking love this record i adore this record it just actually no i'll ask you the question first scott i guess okay scott lone star luchador that mexican ot throne own phone or groan i would own this well luckily that's that's going to lead on to what i was saying because it just went up for sale on vinyl yesterday oh wow it's all you got to go to his Instagram and go to his link in bio and then go to oh, the first one and it's 45 shipped. Okay. That uh, that's not that bad. It's 40 and then $5 shipping. Sure. And I did it immediately. He could have told me it was going to be 150 bucks, Scott, and I would have bought it. You would have been about it. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've 
I've wanted this on vinyl. Like I was bummed that I wasn't on vinyl. And then he announced it yesterday or two days ago. I guess I'm time stamping this a little bit by saying <laughs> that it was on yeah. sale then, but whatever, go look at his Instagram and find out when we record, I guess weirdo. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you'd own this. So would you play this? in the house and have the whole family turn up. Are you going to get some Sprite out and some pecan pie and really make a Texas night out of it? Or we should, I, I think I could because Emily and Lucas wouldn't be able to keep up. Like they wouldn't understand. They would just be like sounds. Yeah. A lot of words. There's sounds. A lot of words coming. (laughs) Lots of words. A lot of words. Lots of words. But yeah, I could see me. I'm looking it up right now. I could see me getting it and, uh, and spinning it. You can buy you can buy a that Mexican OT Lone Star Luchador Styrofoam cup for ten dollars. Do you see how much those action figures are? No, I didn't look at yet. The fuck's he doing? One hundred and fifty bucks. Get out of here. The fuck's oh, he doing? Man. That's crazy. I almost bought that hoodie. If I'm being honest, that hoodie looks dope though. All right, man. Good shit. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. You like this? I I really did this record. Yeah. Do you see now? Um, not not that it is yours, obviously, but do you see now why this would be my record of the year last year? I, I totally get it. It speaks to me in ways that only parts of most albums do. This one yeah. does it the whole way through. Yeah. While I was listening to it, I was like, oh, yeah, Brand loves this thing. <laughs> like, oh, you don't even understand. Yeah. You don't even understand. I'm all in on Mexican OT. I'm all in on all of it. Yeah, all of it. I, I, I get why it was your album of the year. I'm I'm locked in as a Mexican OT fan for life at this point. You know what I mean? I I, I can't stress enough how good this record is from this. Me too. And I do urge you if you want to hear some not quite polished music. His other there are the some of his mixtapes on Amazon Music that you could listen to if you want to dig into that. Okay, I might listen or, to it. Or just go to YouTube and watch some videos. Actually, I'm I'm curious about that. We might do that off off uh, off record, but I want to see your reaction to the, the way he looks. So we'll do that. Okay. This wasn't the only thing you were listening to, Scott. What's your record of the week? No, uh, my record of the week this week. I went way way back to like mid nineties and oh. revisited "Drive Like Jehu." Yank Crime is the name of the record. "Drive Like Jehu." Jehu is like post hardcore kind of. Okay. Um kind of get oh kind of get almost early emo stuff like right to spring kind of vibes from it i really really dig it it's super good it's kind of long though it's like an hour nine uh with 12 tracks so some of it feels long they've got some pretty long instrumental uh intros to some of the songs but man do i mess with it i like it a lot good shit good shit yeah my record of the week um, and this one is going to throw you. Oh boy. Oh no. Um, my record of the week is the album Dust Bowl Ballads. Okay. Woody Guthrie. Guthrie? Woody Guthrie. Wow. Guthrie. Yeah, Woody Guthrie. Guthrie. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're really out there. This album came out in 1946, I think. Cool. And it's super hard to wrap my head around it coming out in 1946. Like it's, it's legit fucking like depression music. <laughs> it's dust bowl music. Yeah. And it's, it's insane. Like there's a whole track about like dust pneumonia and it's, it's, mm. it's essentially, they said it could be considered the first concept record. Cause it's all okay. based around these dust bowl songs. Mm. Um, I got into Woody Guthrie for a specific reason that we may get into at a later date. So, oh, okay. You know, cool. that, that may, that may come up at a later date. Sure. But so, yeah, yeah. good shit there. All that's left, I guess. Yeah. For you to tell me what's going on next week, right? Next or no, week. Next week's draft week. Yeah. I'm super stoked. Yeah. So last year we drafted your favorite band. We did the Acacia <laughs> draft. Yes. This month. Well, this month and next month, really, I'll give give the folks a preview. We're drafting my favorite band, parenthetically S bands. Uh, uh, we're doing Descendants in January. Yep. I'm super, super stoked. Uh, initially, we had said we're going to do the Descendants universe, but I could not live with 
not having all the records picked. So Descendants <laughs> and all were splitting them up because yeah. every record needs to get picked. So this <sighs> month we're doing Descendants. February we're doing all. Um, I'm so beyond stoked and worried that I won't get the records I need slash want. But I know I won't because I won't be getting all of them. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be wild. It's it's gonna be wild. You just want me to sit back and you can just rank them, <laughs> and I'm just sitting here. <laughs> I told Emily, I was like, I can't tell you how excited I am to listen to just Descendants this week. <laughs> That's like funny. I'm just gonna roll through every single Descendants record all week long, and I'm so stoked. Yeah, I'm excited so- for you, and I will be listening because I don't think I've ever listened to a full Descendants record. Oh man. Oh man! I, I know wait. I've heard a lot of Descendants tracks, but I've, yeah. I don't think I've ever listened to a full record. So, Descendants draft next week. Yeah, buddy! So stoked. Uh, follow us on Twitter or X at AYLPod. Follow us on Instagram at AYLPod. Send us an email at areyoulistening.pod@gmail.com. Join the Facebook group. Link will be in the show notes. And um, listen to something new, and listen yeah. to something you love. Yeah, homework. Scott, thank you for the podcast. Thank you for the episode. Thank you for the friendship. Thank you, brother. Listeners, thank you for listening. Always. Are you listening? Are you listening? I'm a dirty bay baby from Dirty Bay with a dirty K. Slide down his block, big body rock, bulletproof riding around in that tank. Hit your bitch in the guts with this big old thing. Eating the booty like salad.